Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the things that could kill you. Like lightning strikes, being held up at gunpoint, and shark attacks. Oof, and the things that just make you wish you were dead. Toilet paper on your shoe, vomiting in public, being heckled on stage. Ugh. We should play the song. We should play the song. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I am Danielle. I'm Christine. How are you, Christine? I'm enjoying your sweater. You're Thank you're you. wearing my favorite Danielle Koenig look. This is the kind of look I would wear every day if I cared enough to put it together and had enough Peter Pan collars. Peter Pan collars, yes. So I'm a big proponent of the Peter Pan and collar. the and a tie and a and a and it's a, a f- little like bow that goes with it. Yeah. It's perfect. Thank you. And your glasses. I yes. feel like you could. Um, I don't know. Be a like a sexy schoolmaster works for me. That's why it's, not. It does work for you. Um, is it two pieces? The sweater is yeah. The sweater is a it, there's a blouse and a sweater and the bow came with the blouse. You know who would like this? Who? Jenna Lyons. Would she? I think it's too preppy. Oh no, she, I think she'd like it. Really? Yeah. But she she's all like glam seventies like. Well, she might put some like sequin pants with it. Oh, yes, she would. And yeah. high heels. And no bra. <laughs> no bra. I was thinking about her yesterday for some reason with the no bra. Maybe because your bras have oh, yeah. benefits. I just don't understand how that could be comfortable. Oh, speaking of not comfortable, you have a new... <laughs> I have a new thing to make me uncomfortable. Yes. I was like, you know what? My leg in a brace is <laughs> right. not enough. So let's... Get Invisalign. Invisalign. Yeah. And so you have... Little things attached. What did you say? Yeah, it's it's weird. For those of you who don't know how Invisalign works, they put these anchors, they glue anchors onto multiple teeth, yeah. and they feel like little like nuts, broken nuts. Broken nuts in your mouth. Broken nuts all over your teeth that then they anchor the plastic oh. piece over. I took the plastic, I had to take the plastic pieces off while we do the right. podcast. Otherwise, I'd sound like this the whole time. We're <laughs> Which is cute. I, yeah, a little it, Cindy it, Brady. It might sound a little bit like I have a brain injury. Oh, okay. Yeah, you so don't want that. I don't know if people want to hear me no. sound like that the whole time. No. And uh, you have to take them off to eat. So then when you eat, it just constantly feels like you have food all over your teeth. Oh, God. And how long do you have to wear these for? Um, 14 weeks. Oh, that doesn't seem like that much. Is that right? 14 weeks? Yeah. And there's no, that can't be. No, 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 no. 14 months? 14 months. It's still next November. How long is that? Oh, that's not 14 months because that would be less than a year. And a year, 
<laughs> 14 months is a year plus two months. So that would be uh, something like 14 weeks. But I think more. More than that. You know what? This isn't a math podcast. No. We don't have to figure this out. It's really not. But that seems, and it's supposed to do what braces do? Braces that you have to wear for three years? Yeah, it, yeah. It's going to it's gonna fix all the alignment. My bottom teeth are very crooked. Uh-huh. My top teeth are also, they don't look as crooked, but they the whole alignment yeah. is crooked. So they're right. going to bring everything into alignment. And then I'll get to fix my four front teeth that are also messed up. What do you mean fix them? Um, well, after I get... Invisalign off, I'll have those repaired because a lot of this is, uh, what's that called? Enam- enamel? Fake. Uh, fake enamel? Fake. Yeah, it's fake. Oh. So what do you do then? Like, well, are, are your whole teeth fake or just No, no, the just top? lots okay. of parts of them. They, he okay. wants to do veneers, uh-huh. but I want to try to talk him out of it. Veneers are like those fakey chiclet things? Well, they can look bad, but they yeah. can, a lot of people have veneers and they look really good. But is a veneer something you put on top of yes. your tooth? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's not like It's bigger than a cap. No, no. Okay. But they do like grind your original tooth down. Oh my which God. Which makes me so, very nervous. It seems anti-sensical. Uh, it does. To grind a perfectly good tooth down yes. just because you want it to look prettier. I mean, I get it. I get it, but it also just seems, yeah. Uh, because then, oh, I don't know, I don't know. The yeah. idea of grinding healthy teeth down just doesn't seem right. It doesn't. Tooth, um, tooth talk <laughs> with Danielle and Christine. Talk don't go anywhere. Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's fair that I should have anything wrong with my teeth because I went through braces at the age of seven or something ridiculous your like that. teeth look absolutely perfect no they they do have a lot of discoloring also and like little chips on the bottom and stuff and um yeah the, the last time i went to the dentist which was very recently the dentist was just like first of all he says oh honey he always says oh honey you have to floss more honey yeah he's american <laughs> no he's not <laughs> well he probably is american he's american but he's not american born and i I don't mind him calling me honey because he's not from this country. Yes. It's not as creepy as, I don't know. It's fine. But um, speaking of teeth. Yes. Nice segue. Sh- thank you. Should we get into our topic today? As I, I change my glasses? Yes, please. The glasses, the glasses are, are off. Changing. And then back on again. The, okay. We're, we're going to talk about today is how to survive a shark attack. Yes. I've been dreaming of this moment since we started this podcast. And why is that? Because sharks are terrifying. They are terrifying. And every time I stick my toe into the ocean, I think about sharks. Because I'm a child uh, who saw Jaws too young, like many children oh, of our yes. generation. I didn't see it till I was an adult, so maybe that's why. No, I saw it when I was a child, and it terrified me, and it still does. I understand why. I do. I, I just always assume I'm, I'm just more scared of drowning. Oh, I'm scared of that, too. But, I mean, whenever my legs are in the water moving like this, yeah. I think of those scenes in Jaws those shots yeah the f- yeah of the legs floating freely like it's the shark's pov right yeah Where the shark's coming and i just think i'm about to get my legs bitten off yeah but well, now i think of my kids legs getting their legs off. yeah all right let's get into some st- <sighs> some statistics shall we yes ease my mind i think garen can't look at me with these glasses on <laughs> i mean they're just store-bought you know they're horrible but what are you gonna do okay the Florida Museum of Natural History's International Shark Attack File investigated 137 alleged shark-human interactions worldwide in 2021. ISAF confirmed 73 unprovoked shark bites on humans and 39 provoked bites. Provoked, like the person was like, ding, 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 <laughs> poking was, a shark. The person was like, why are you so fat? Hey, why you gotta take up? Why do you gotta display so much water in the ocean? You want to fight? You want to fight, fight me? I'm actually gonna tell you. Okay. So unprovoked bites are defined as incidents in which a bite on a live human occurs in the shark's natural habitat with no human provocation of the shark. Provoked bites occur when a human initiates interaction with the shark in some way. This includes instances when divers are bitten after harassing or trying to touch sharks, dum-dums. Is this like those shark encounters kind of things where people sign up oh, for a tour? Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. It, you mean like when they're in those cages? Well, I don't even know if they're in cages, but I think there are places where you can like sign up. It's just like people do swimming with dolphins where they can do like shark encounters. Well, I did that. Jimmy and I did that in the Bahamas and it was sharks that 
I guess don't like nurse sharks. They're nurse sharks. Is that what they're called? Nurse, like a nurse that helps you at the hospital. But this is a shark. She wears. Do they a wear little, little white yeah, hat. She wears a little white hat, and she says, "Hey, I can't give you any more Vicodin right now." And you're like, "Please, Aww. I'm really in a lot of pain." Yeah. And she says, "Well, how about I bite you?" Because that'll take the that'll take the pain away from wherever you're yeah, feeling it. into a new place. I don't know if mm. there were nurse sharks. They they were large, mm-hmm. but they weren't like what you imagine. They weren't like jaws. They were like ten feet. Or something long. I bet they were nurse sharks. Um, and I wasn't, I, you know, I just have this thing. If someone tells me it's okay, I'm just like, okay. Like, yeah. Why You wouldn't take out a bunch of tourists in a place that where there's sharks, where there's sharks that, that can bite you. you. Yeah. So, like, there was a line in the water that was connected to the boat, and we would just, like, held on to the line. Mm-hmm. And the sharks were around. And we could get off the line and, and swim around and yeah. snorkel. And you saw sharks. It was great. Yeah. Um, but, yes, maybe maybe you're right. Um, these are... Uh, so it, so touching sharks, bites on spear fishers, bites on people attempting to feed sharks, <sighs> bites occurring while unhooking or removing a shark from a fishing net and oh, okay. so forth. So that would be so like, it might be people it gets, fishing or people who aren't trying to catch a shark. Yeah. Catch a different kind of I th- fish. I think that's what. Ha- yeah. OK. So there were 11 shark related fatalities this year. This is 2021. In the United States. No, this is worldwide. Oh, worldwide. Okay. Yeah. That's so small. Yeah. Nine of which were assigned as unprovoked. Uh, this number is above the annual global average of five unprovoked fatalities mm. per year. Mm. So Sharks first, are getting angrier. First, they were saying that the numbers were going down because of COVID. People mm-hmm. weren't in the water. Mm-hmm. But then I guess as it went on, they were. There are a number of uh, steps you can take to increase your chances of survival during a highly improbable attack. Okay, I'm ready. According to Richard Pierce, a shark... Mm, this guy, either it's either a typo or this guy spells his name P-E-I-R-C-E, and that is unacceptable. To you, you your eyes cannot handle it. No, it's P-I-E. I wonder if... That's so weird. Do you think that maybe um, people's names aren't uh, under the rules of grammar, Danielle? <laughs> no, they should be. Really? Pierce? You've seen Pierce as a last name, and it's P-I-E. Yeah, I mean, and as a first name. Maybe Pierce it's Pierce. Well, he could be German or something. Yeah, Pierce. Pierce. It sounds too soft of a... Do Germans have uh, soft C's? I don't know. It just sounds. I don't anyway. remember. Um, I think we can just let him have his name how he wants it. To be. Do you think maybe I'm focusing on the wrong thing? Is that what sometimes? You're... Drink your coffee. <laughs> okay. According to Richard Pierce, a shark expert and former chairman of the UK-based Shark Trust charity, a shark trust is when the shark isn't of age yet, and they put some krill. Is that the right word? In a, in a trust until the shark turns 21. And then they give them the krill. I think krill is the right word. I don't know. It's for, it I'm, is. I'm literally remembering it from a um, Dr. Seuss book. I it's used to read K-R-I-L-L. Myself. Right. But I don't know if sharks eat krill. Anyway. I don't know either. Okay. Consistent with long-term trends, the United States recorded the most unprovoked shark bites in 2021 with 47 confirmed cases. Wait, that doesn't make sense because, oh, yeah. So of the 73 unprovoked, 47 were in the United States. Okay. Okay, here you go. Before you get in the water, Mm -hmm. river mouths might not be the best place to swim. River mouths? Really? Yeah. Huh. Pierce, it is P-E-I because it's spelled the same way here. Okay. Pierce recommends avoiding estuaries, particularly where there are bull sharks which, along with great whites and tiger sharks, are the most likely to attack humans. Ooh. An awful lot of attacks occur in river mouths, where there is silt and other material in suspension in the river. People washing their clothes, people washing themselves, says Pierce, who has spent time in Jeffreys Bay, South Africa. So, this I found interesting. Avoid fishing boats. Before you jump in the sea, have a look around the horizon. What do you see? If you see fishing boats, Pierce says, forget it. Mm. If fishermen are catching fish or struggling with fish in the water, that's one of the prime attractors for a shark, he says. From the bait and all the other right. fish. Right. And, and blood. Ooh, blood. Yeah. So when you've hooked a fish before you've landed it on the boat, the whole time it's struggling in the water, it's likely to be emitting fluids, leaking blood and acids. Fluids. Fluids. <laughs> all the signals that would attract a shark. It doesn't matter the size of the fishing operation either, whether they're a commercial or recreational fishermen, they're often discarding material. Fish they don't want, fish parts, gutting fish. 
They're effectively putting chum in the water and bringing around sharks. Oh, yeah. It sounds so obvious. I never would have thought of that. No, me either. But you think the fishermen would know not to do that then. Like, like throw chum in the water? Yeah. They don't care, though. But aren't they worried about getting attacked by a shark? I guess they're, well, they're not going to jump in the water, right? Yeah. And they don't think a shark's going to jump up on the boat and pull I guess, them in. Like, and like in Jaws. And like yeah. in Jaws, that's probably not as likely to happen. Yeah. Okay, mistaken identity. Swimming early in the morning or late at night can be lovely, but it's also the time when a shark attack is more most likely. A lot of shark attacks are cases of mistaken identity, Pierce says, due to reduced visibility and identification ability on the behalf of the shark. Isn't Meaning, that when a lot of surfers go out? I guess, yeah. yeah. I think it's like that they're mistaking you for, fi- for mm-hmm, a fish mm-hmm, or for mm-hmm. a seal or something as opposed to a human. Don't bleed or pee in the water. Don't pee in the water? Bingo. It sounds oh, the like... the ocean's the best place. I know, so right? That's, I mean... I know. Doesn't everybody pee in the ocean? Absolutely, 100%. Yes. Uh-oh. Well, here you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Or second. Or maybe you've heard it all your life. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I've heard it here first. <laughs> Me too. Sharks have an extraordinary sense of smell and can, de- and can detect a drop of blood in several hundred million parts of water... According to Pierce, blood indicates the presence of something to eat and may attract sharks. But what's often not realized is that urine has the same exact effect. No way. And if you're sitting on a surfboard in the water all day, you're peeing (gasps) all day through your wetsuit. Oh, my God. You're blowing my mind right now. Right. Pierce also says women who are menstruating should stay on the beach. What? And that people who cut themselves while swimming should get out of the water. I mean, it makes sense. You're bleeding. I mean, have you ever been around a dog when you have your period? Oh, my God. Right? We had a dog that used to get all the tampons out of the trash cans and then just be running around the house with a bloody tampon. My dog did that all the time. My dog did that all the time when I was a kid. It's so embarrassing. It's right. Yeah. So it makes sense. Of course, you don't want to be having your period in the water. Even I, if you do... Ha- I always thought that was a, like, old wives tale. It sounds wives like tale. an old wives tale. Okay, if you find yourself in the middle of an attack, don't panic. Don't panic in the middle of an attack? Nope. You know what? <laughs> I probably will go right into shock. Exactly. And you'll pee yourself, oh. which will then bring on more sharks. And then blood. And then blood, Because yes. I'm going to be getting bitten, so blood's going to come yes. out. And then he, the shark's going to be more excited. Yep. So you're being circled by a shark. It's not the best thing that's ever happened to you, but the worst thing. <laughs> what if it was? What if it was the best thing that's happened to you? Guys, it's happening. I've, I've lived such a boring life. Now I finally have a story. Oh, I have something to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> panic! Exclamation point in the ocean. I was just panic at the disco. It's stupid. Don't worry about it. Okay. (laughs) Drink your coffee. All right. Don't start splashing around. You're just going to excite insight and encourage (coughs) the shark's interest. So that's not going to scare them off. Exactly. Exactly. It's going to be like, oh, wait, it's a lot of splashing. I better go in the other direction where it's calmer. Yep. Okay. Humans, apes, dogs, and cats all have paws and hands. If we want to explore something, we pick it up and we touch it. We feel it. We put it to our nose. A shark has got no paws or hands. So if it wants to explore something, the only capability it's got to do that. The only (laughs) the only capability it's got is to do that. (laughs) Really, Pierce is off his rocker. Anyway, he's saying they explore with their mouths. Oh, right. Because it's like they have those fins, but they don't even touch each other. They are not. I don't know. No, they can't. How can they really grab with their fins? Wouldn't touch. No, they don't have opposable fins. That must be frustrating for them. You think it is? Yeah. Well, we can't do certain things with our body and we don't know it. So it's not as frustrating for us. Oh, maybe you can't. Oh, well, you can do everything with your body. Can you fly? (laughs) I can't even walk with two legs right now. No, you can't. You can't get down a a hill without (laughs) injuring yourself. All right. Um, But yeah, maybe it's like how men can't touch their toes. I mean, a lot of people, I guess, can't touch their toes. Yeah. Maybe you think sharks are just every day like, I can do it. I can do it. They're just practicing all the time. That's why we often get exploratory bites, which don't result in death and sometimes don't even result in serious injury. Just like a little nibble. Exactly. A little tap tap with your teeth. Yes. 
If you go swimming and splashing away, you're almost inviting the shark to come give you an exploratory or an attack bite. Oh, like we're playing. Yep. Or I'm just trying to figure out what you are. Oh, I don't know. I don't have. I mean, my eyes are on the side of my head. I don't have fingers. I don't have paws. Doing the best I can. You know what you should have with you out in the water is that backpack full of rocks. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what Virginia Woolf. (laughs) Maybe she was trying to keep the sharks at bay. Yeah. She's been misunderstood all this whole time. Yeah, she had a backpack full of rocks. (laughs) Okay. Maintain eye contact. As the shark swims around you, keep your head on a swivel. (laughs) You got a lazy Susan of a head. And try to. I don't know. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Can you imagine having to maintain eye contact with the shark? Right, because we just said the si- eyes are on the... S- so what, you just have for to, one, like... For one, their <laughs> eyes are like this. Maybe just remain eye contact, not eyes contact, eye contact. Just one, one eye. eye. You yeah. can't look at them both at the same time. No, no. you got to come up on its side. Your eyes will be, like, Walk? reverse cross. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, keep your head on a swivel and try to maintain eye contact. Sharks are ambush predators. Pierce explains. If you're turning around and facing it the whole time while it circles you, it's not going to be half as comfortable as if it's able to sneak up from behind. Mm, So I guess it does recognize you as a living being if you have. Okay. okay. Stay big or get small. Uh, Come on, Pierce. I know. This is where it gets complicated. If a shark is clearly in attack mode, you need to make yourself as big as possible in the water, according to Pierce. The bigger you are in the water, the more respect you'll get. But if the shark seems to simply be passing through, Pierce's advice is to roll up into a ball. So, if so you have to be able to tell if they're just kind of swimming by and right. kind of like looking over like, I'm just looking over. Or if they're like, hoo, 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 going yeah. back and forth like really fast. Yes, exactly. That seems more tacky. If they're more tacky. So check, just be a body language expert of sharks. I wish the audience could see Christine's impression of a shark. It's extremely adorable. I'll make a TikTok. Make a TikTok. <laughs> you are so braggy with your TikTok ability now. Well, no, I haven't really done anything. Oh, okay. I just talk about it. If a shark sees you, that's, that's the first step. If a shark sees you as a competitor for its food source, that can be one reason it attacks you. Mm. If it, if I didn't want to be seen by a great white shark as a competitor, and if it wasn't showing massive interest in me, I would actually curl up uh, so he shows even less interest in me. Okay. I wonder if only male sharks attack. Mm, that's a good Probably question. Probably not, right? Probably both, but... I'm assuming both. Yeah. yeah a, we should find yeah, that I'll out. Find we that. should find that information. Okay, don't play dead. Oh. This isn't a bear, it's a shark. Okay. If you find yourself in an aggressive ac- encounter, give it hell. Punch, kick, and poke. Once they at, start attacking. Exactly. At sensitive spots. But be careful where you aim. This is interesting. There's all this talk about punching a shark in the nose. Mm-hmm. That's okay, but remember that... Just underneath the nose is a mouth. Mm. This is a moving object in the water, and you're not staying still either. So what you don't want to do is end up effectively punching at the mouth or anywhere near it. Because then you're just going to hurt yourself. You are badly asking for it to be bitten off. Yes. Right. You're like, hey, you want to eat this? It's the only weapon I have. Here's my (laughs) weapon and your appetizer. It's my hand. (laughs) A good shot to the gills. Oh. Can also do the job. Because it's like punching their lung. Yes. The gills are very sensitive. Giving a shark a whack in the gills isn't a bad idea. Are you carrying anything with you? Here's your backpack. God, I hope I have like either an umbrella. (laughs) Sure. You're surfing with an umbrella. That bag of rocks. That bag of rocks. If so, turn it into a weapon. If you're a diver with an underwater underwater camera, use it. If you're a snorkel, if you're a snorkeler, rip off your snorkel and use it to poke the shark. Mm-hmm. These are smart things because these are things you might have with yes. you. This is not yes. outlandish. I've had a lot of sharks come at me, and it's been enough to use a shark billy, a small metal rod between two and three feet long, and I've just given them a little nudge on their nose. So obviously, if you're, you know, a um, what is it called? Not snorkeling, but deep sea diving. When does, yeah, scuba diving. Scuba diving. Then maybe you would have something like that. Like a little billy. A little but, shark billy. Yeah. Yeah. That's an billy. item that must be for people who go in the water around sharks. Yes. Cut off the angles. If you're a diver and you run into trouble, try to get into position where the shark can't get behind you, said Pierce. Keep your back to something like a coral reef. Oh, great. Yeah, smart. Then you've only got one direction to look. You're, you're protected from behind 
for example, and that enables you to keep the shark in sight in front of you and maybe swim to the top of the reef slowly to where your boat is. Hopefully. Slowly back away. This goes to the first point, displacing the least amount of water possible, i.e. no thrashing and splashing around. Mm -hmm. Gradually swim backwards away from the shark towards short. This reminds me of the mountain lion. Yes. Walk backwards. Yes. Keep your eyes on the shark at all times. But swim backwards. You must try and keep the animal in sight and very slowly and gently try and swim backwards and get into shallow water. Again, you've got to be careful. Large sharks can attack in very shallow depths. That's so scary to me because I don't go in the water very deep. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not big on the ocean going out far. Yeah. Um, even when I snorkel, it's usually pretty shallow. Yeah. And the idea that these huge sharks can be even in that shallow I know. water is something I don't I don't like it. I don't like it either. But I'm wondering if it's it's not normal for them to be in shallow water. I don't think so, so something has gone wrong if they I guess Maybe they're kind of sick. They're sick or they're sick. <laughs> That's sick. Or they um, they just saw a comedy show mm-hmm. and the comedian was the one saying the inappropriate things. But the sharks were the sick ones. Yeah. Because they laughed. That's right. They're going to hell. But they're going to hell with the comedian. This all makes sense. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest okay doing the above may help to a degree but pierce says the likelihood of escaping an attack from a big shark without injury is slim if a white shark is in full attack mode there's not much you're going to be able to do at that point he says now i'm going to tell you a story and it's a story you may have heard maybe about a very famous surfer Mm -hmm. who was famous even i mean in the surfing world i'm not saying i knew who he was okay but a famous surfer who was attacked okay let's do this on live television no way yes i don't know this i actually do vaguely remember this do you remember this garen no okay mick fanning was already a household name in pro surfing by 2015 but he became an absolute legend that year when he fought off a shark attack by punching the shark in the nose. Now wow. he is ready to call it a career, so he finally is retiring. Fanning has had at least two brushes with sharks, with a 2015 encounter in Jeffreys Bay, that's in South Africa, that's mm-hmm. where the guy was said he had experienced, caught on live TV. Video of the incident has been viewed more than 25 million times on YouTube. No way. I have to watch this. Yes. He admitted that he was just waiting for the teeth to come at me as he fought off the shark, and as he and fellow competitor Julian Wilson waited to be picked up by World Surfing League officials. Um, do you want me to... He's Australian. Do you want me to read this in an Australian accent? Uh, I think you know the Would answer. Would that be important to the story? Yeah. I was just sitting there. I was just about to start moving. <laughs> and then I felt something grab. Got stuck in my leg rope. He said, sounding remarkably relaxed. Well, he's, he's Australian. Of course he's going to sound relaxed. I instantly just jumped away, and then it just kept coming at my board. I was kicking and screaming. I just saw fins. I didn't see the teeth. I was waiting for the teeth to come at me as I was swimming. I punched it in the back. Fanning explained that he was being pulled. Is it so awful? Is that why you guys are laughing? No, it's so good. Fanning explained that he was being pulled under by his leg rope, and and when that broke, so he... the. I guess the shark had the leg rope in its teeth and then it broke. He started started swimming and screaming. From the safety of the boat, he later added, I just can't believe it. I'm just tripping (laughs) to walk away from there. I'm just so stoked. (laughs) I love that a surfer still says stoked and tripping. It's just the best. The best. He reduced his schedule for a bit after that, admitting that the experience was an emotional mental trauma. (laughs) He returned to a full schedule in 2017. That year, he and another surfer were pulled from the water after another shark was sighted in the oh same area known for its popularity with sharks. Well, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, they is huge. Fanning said when he saw footage of the shark, look at that thing. That thing is a beast. At least they know this one. I am glad they got it out of the water. Those things, oh, those things are just submarines, however long they are. The roundness of them is well. They are big, big beasts. <laughs> Fanning apologized for the toll his heart-stopping encounters took on family, friends, and fans. 
People at home, I'm sorry to put you through it, he said in 2017. I don't try to put myself in danger anymore. I think I've been in that situation a few too many times, but I feel really safe. So this guy, you have to watch the footage. (laughs) I mean, he's just... It's like during the competition and he's yes. on his surfboard and then you just see him like, <laughs> like, oh my God, it's, it's scary. It's crazy. Well, but, it's also, it's kind of interesting because they, they're going into shark territory. Right. right. And so it's not, he's, as, as I was reading other stuff about it, they said like, you always think, you know, it's a possibility. Yes, it's not like yes. they're naive. They know it's a possibility, but you know. Yeah. And then, of course, there was the girl who whose arm, I'm sorry, I don't remember her name, but whose arm was uh, bitten off. Yeah, I remember that story. continues to surf yeah. with one arm. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, it happens. I mean, yeah. yeah but I think it, if I got my arm bitten off, I mean, I would be done, probably. Yeah. That, yeah. But I guess maybe she's like, well, he can't, What what's going to happen? I think if you're the kind of person who's surfing anyway, mm-hmm. you probably have a lot of chutzpah, to, yeah. to, to, for lack of a better word. You know, you're kind of a grab life by the balls kind of person I guess yeah. you know and she's so young and she was just like okay yeah I lost my arm it's not gonna I'm, what's the chance it's gonna happen again but I wonder balancing must be really a challenge right I don't with an arm being gone I think yes. it's you, I think you can get your balance back from that but don't you surf don't you put your arms out or is that just like a I think that's more of a Gidget thing that's a Gidget thing I, oh my god I loved Gidget so wait, much wait can I can I get an older reference no. <laughs> um, Gidget the movie. There, that's older. I've never seen an episode of Gidget. What? No. I just know it as a cultural My reference. dad was on an episode of Gidget. No, that's yes. so cute. He played a Swede who Hilarious. took his girlfriend over his knee and spanked her. Oh, boy. Yep. Wow. Yeah. We got to um, Is that on YouTube? Because I want to. Oh, I'm sure you can I'm, find I'm it. I'm putting that yeah, on the Yeah, yeah. So that was sharks. That's what you do to avoid sharks in the first place. What you do if you actually can't avoid the sharks and what you do if they are attacking you. You have to fight back. Well, I feel much better now. I hope you do. I hope you realize how rare it is and that the likelihood of you encountering a shark is very, very slim. And you should enjoy your your beach day. I'm going to. I'm going to keep snorkeling. Keep snorkeling. Keep on snorkeling, everyone. That's right. Keep on snorkeling. And we'll be right back after this. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hey, welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle. Christine, over the break, uh, Garen showed you the video of the guy being attacked by the shark. That was nuts. It was crazy, right? I mean, I I don't know why I said you don't see the shark. Of course you see the shark. And then you just see him, like, go under the water, and you think he did. And then... uh, He was fine. He was fine. You know what? He was fine. I have to say, I think I preferred your voice than his. Like, I like like my exaggerated Australian accent. I liked your impression of him better than his actual voice. (laughs) Thank you. So, I think you should always do him. Yes, I will. Thank you. Um, So, we just talked about how to survive being attacked by a shark. We did. Now, we're going to talk about how to survive being attacked by an audience member with <laughs> our very special guest, Rebecca Lee. Hi. Hi, Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. Hi, thank you so much for having me. And I do want to see that shark attack video before I leave. So it's a surfer from 2015. is an Australian surfer during the competition. Yeah. This is giving me anxiety already. Yeah. I don't even, I mean, I know it's going to happen, but. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. He actually gets out unscathed. It's kind of impossible. Does he still surf? Do we know? He did still surf. He he was approached approached. The the guy gave him his calling card um by another shark later. Maybe it was the same shark. Maybe it was the same shark coming back yeah. for seconds. I yeah. like to think that it was. I think it, yeah, it was like that Jaws movie, right? Wasn't there a Jaws three? It's or Jaws two. This time oh, it's personal. Being, being the Jaws expert, yeah. uh, Jaws: The Revenge, which would yeah. be part four, is when the shark follows Ellen Brody to the Bahamas. But it's like the sharks. <laughs> it's, it's like the shark's mom or something, or the son, or I, I, I don't know. They're all related. All the Jaws. Sharks. Oh no, Jaws three. I think they killed her. Uh, uh, 
a baby shark or something, and then its mom came. Oh, okay, that was in 3D. I saw it at the movie theater. Oh, you did when I was a child. You saw Jaws 3D. Yeah, I remember it coming out. I just don't. You know, I didn't see any of those. So, well, in part four, it roars. So, just (laughs) the shark roars. There's roaring of the shark at at the end. Yeah, it it definitely. Like they used fully, uh, or they just like used. They used a lion's. A lion's roar. May as well have been the MGM. I was going to say the MGM. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God. What's that guy's name? Leo? Yes. Yeah. The MGM lion? Yeah, Leo. I, I didn't yeah, know original. he had a name. Leo. Wow. Real original wow. MGM. Yeah. I know. Well, there was some story about that lion. I can't remember what it was now. But we it was Howard Hughes's pet. Was it? Is I just made true? no. I just made that up. But oh, I mean, that, doesn't would, that sound like it could be true? Yes. 100%. Or, or William Hurst. Yeah, it was on his estate. Yeah, like it's it something was, like right, that. Right, right, It's right. one of those two things. Yeah, I'm gonna say it was. Okay, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna tell everybody it was. I'm gonna say the lion ran his own newspaper <laughs> and was responsible for yellow journalism because it was <laughs> yellow. Had a, a mistress, Clara, <laughs> Clara Bow. Yeah, <laughs> just mixing up just so many like things. Like Marion Davies, oh, she couldn't and, sing. And also is the Black Dahlia killer. Yes, <laughs> the lion killed her. Yep. The lion hated prostitutes. We just solved it. Yeah. Uh, sex workers, Danielle. No, sex back workers. then they were called prostitutes. You're right. You're right. I'm not PCing up my Black Dahlia story. Uh, I feel like I'm going to need my inhaler because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> so, you, before we get into your story, you are in a play. Yeah. Which Ooh. seems so high class. I like plays. It? It's called an intervention. It is. And it's playing, where is it playing? It's at the Hudson Theater, okay. um, which is the old Comedy Central stage, no longer yeah. that. Um, it's on Santa, Santa Monica. Um, if you're in the Los Angeles area, it's actually. And they have a nice little cafe next they door, do. which is really good. They do. It is. Yeah. Eat, it's, I think it's called. Yeah, it's called. I think it's called Eat This. Eat This, eat this. yeah. Um, but it's delicious. And yeah, it's a, it's only two characters in the play. Um, their names are A and B. Uh, okay. The playwright Mike Bartlett wanted it to be um, so that anybody could play it in gender, any ethnicity, oh, any age. Oh, okay. Um, so they're just called A and B. Gotcha. Um, and it's a lovely like seventy-five minute run. Uh, right. Show. So it's like real nice to go and sit, no intermission. You yes. do the thing. You clap and you leave. You know? I love it. I love yeah. a clap and leave. Me too. <laughs> nice. I wish they could all be clap and leaves, you know? Right. <laughs> no lingering. No, nah, just clap and, and what's, leave. what's the run on this wonderful sounding experience? Uh, uh, what's the run? Like the dates? Or the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we're doing weekends. Uh, we did last weekend, this weekend, uh, next weekend, Friday night, Saturday matinees. And then I think we're going to extend into June now. Wonderful. Okay. Good, because this, this episode might come out in a couple weeks. So that's good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, I think we're extending it to June, maybe running into Fringe, uh, the Fringe Festival in L.A. at that point. Um, oh, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, you can look it up online. It's yeah. called An Intervention and uh, at the Hudson Theater. So that yeah. should be enough. The website's uh, aninterventionla.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, if you look up an intervention in L.A., you could really come up <laughs> There's with There's a lot just... of, yeah. You're going to end up at Promises in Malibu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that, I, I did do it. I did do the Google search. We are, I think, number, we might be number one or okay, two. Good. But then, you know, yeah. Promises is not, not uh, far off from, from that, one or two. That just gave me an idea, though, of, like, if, like, um, influencers or something could appear at interventions. to be like Like, if you combined an intervention with a cameo. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, and be like, "Hey, it's me, Jasmine X." Yeah, yep. And she's got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> We're concerned about you. I have a letter your uncle read, wrote <laughs> that I'm going to read to you now. <laughs> Jasmine X. Yeah, is that a real person? No, I I, not that I, mean, I know of. I don't it know the name. Probably of, is. I don't know the name of any. I want you to create Jasmine X. I am going to. And, and she only she only does cameos if they're in if they're interventions. Yeah, because she, she wants to give back. Yeah, she does. She really does. She wants to give back. But and, she also has a skincare line. <laughs> and she does. She will show you her makeup routine <laughs> maybe once a week. But that's it. Does she makeup sh- routines does she and interventions? Show you how to go from day to night. She does, oh, but only when you've been forty-eight hours sober <laughs> and, and not a minute earlier. <laughs> only when you admit you have a problem. You have to do step one. Yeah, before. step one goes with yeah. It's twelve <laughs> steps of makeup plus twelve steps of sobriety. Of sobriety. sobriety. Yeah, and then she'll send you a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. And then the other thing is that you have a podcast you don't do any longer, but it's still available called uh, How the Fuck Did You Get So Confident? I do. I think there's like 70 episodes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's a good amount. I was doing them. like every week, it started like, uh, I guess right before the pandemic, I was like, man, my peers are all so confident. I'm, I'm in the improv community in LA and I'm like, my peers are so confident. Why aren't I that thing? And so I started asking like my friends to get coffee just to kind of like pick their brain on yeah. how they're confident. And then the pandemic happened. So these coffee talks stopped and I just started talking to people on Zoom. And then I was like, this is a lot of great, valuable information that other people might benefit it's from. so smart. Yeah. So then I just started releasing them just because why not? No one else. Was, we were doing the push-up challenge at the beginning of the pandemic. Right. You know? I like, did the 25 else? for 25. You know, like what, what else are we doing? It was a common thread throughout like every interview you know learn a new skill and okay so good to know yeah i think that's good to know but we're not here to talk about positive things well (laughs) sometimes we are sometimes but in this case (laughs) we just learned about shark attacks like i said and we're gonna hear about an attack from an audience member and who is that audience member rebecca yeah that audience member um was a batshit crazy Mm. person yeah um, also known as me. I was. Oh, I was, you were. Okay, right, right, right. I was not the performer. I was the audience member doing the set of Gotcha. Uh, and I'm not proud of it. Well, but you know what? You might you might be proud of it if once you hear the story. I want to hear. Yeah, let's hear it. Oh God. Okay. So, as every good story starts, yes. I was dating this man, <laughs> <laughs> and he was a comic. And he was a comic. Got it. We were living by coast. I was in LA. He was in New York. Um, I had gotten into a theater program uh, in New York, and I was like very excited about it. It was a conservatory program. And I was like, yay, we get to be in the same city, yay! And wow. he was like, yay, we're, that's great, yay! And uh, then, like, I think a, 10 days, maybe, before my move, he broke up with me. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> and I was, like, already, like, had paid for my tuition, had, like, oh found my, my housing. And, like, like you know, I, I maybe would have gone to this school regardless, but, like, it definitely was a helpful thing that, like, my partner at the time was living there. And, like, there, you know, there were programs in California. Like, there's a wonderful ACT in um, San Francisco I, uh-huh. that I could have gone to or whatever. Right. But I was like, no, I'll go to the New York one. So he breaks up with me. And now how long had you been dating at this point? We had known each other for, like, four years or something. We'd been dating for, like, maybe a year and a half. Okay. All right. So that's no But we were flying back and forth every month. You know, it was like a a full-on thing. Uh, And so so he breaks up with me, and I'm I'm obviously devastated. (sighs) Um, But I'm like, you know what? I'm still going to go. Like, I've already paid. Like, I don't have a choice, right? Like, I put down my deposit. I paid my tuition. I can't get it back. So, like, what else am I going to do? So I go, and I start this theater program. It's really hard. It's challenging. It's great. It's wonderful. He starts hitting me back up and like wanting to hang out and me being Ugh. still like wanting to the relationship to work. I'm like, yeah, of right. like, of course, okay. of course. So we start hanging out again. We start like going on dates, but it's very clear that it's uh, not a an exclusive. Relationship. Oh, you can't go back. Yeah, like no, that. no. <sighs> yeah. So, OK, so 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 far you guys are on my side. Great. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So, um, like, we're hooking up, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he invites me to his stand-up show. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is evolving, right? Like, you don't just invite anybody to your stand-up. <laughs> you want to keep those shows small. You want to keep those intimate <laughs> and private to your exclusive friends. I have to ask, was it a bringer show? Let me tell you. I, I was going to get to that Okay, point. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I and jumped it, the gun. No, it... 100% was. Okay. Uh, 1,000% was. It turns out, like, he framed it as, like, <laughs> his show. It was certainly, like, a tight five situation. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, possibly an open mic. Oh no. oh no! Which is like nothing against those, but it like he definitely framed it as his. Wait, had 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 you already seen him do stand up, or was that not part no, of? No, like I I, I actually hadn't because when I met him, we were living in Colorado at the time, and he was just another like comedy. Like we we met like in 
comedy acting like classes, classes type stuff in mm-hmm. okay. there. So like I had never seen him do stand up. Okay. Um. So it was like the first time. So he made he like really framed it well, and I was like, great. <laughs> he was like, I'm doing so well in New York. Yes. I'm I'm like at the Comedy Cellar doing. I'm right. I'm headlining Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. <laughs> new to at this point I'm pretty new to New York and like I don't know all the place like I don't know all yeah. the venue like I know the big ones and so I can't remember what this place's name was, but it was something in like it was something like I don't remember, but it was like pirate. And it's, it's out of business; it's no longer in business. But it was like Pirate Jacks, like, oh, no. <laughs> like something like that. Like I should have known. Like red flag after red flag, should have known what I was going into. But um, naive little me was just like still oh, a crossbow flag. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm dead fucking serious. Oh, and uh, a themed comedy a themed club. Comedy club. <laughs> and I like, I can't, I got, I wish I remember the name of it, but I looked it up uh, like maybe a year ago, sorry, uh, maybe a year ago to like see what the name of it was. And it was like out of business. And I was yeah. like, yeah. And it, that was before COVID. But anyway. Uh, so I was like, oh my god, I'm getting invited to his his fucking stand up show. I'm so excited. I went and got a new outfit. Like I remember, Aww. I know. I remember being like on the train. I remember, I had remember the shoes that I bought, the outfit. Like I was ready. Right. And so um, I, I get there. I bring a friend. Well, I'll I'll step back one second. I went to the bar next door with a friend first. Okay. And had a couple drinks. And you know, when you live in New York, you don't have to drive, so right. you may have more drinks there than you would here. Yes. Uh, so I was pounding. <laughs> my <drink at> the <laughs> time. I don't have to drive, so I'm drinking like a maniac. I'm drinking like a ma- Yeah. I mean, I was broken up. But I was already in like an altered state. Yeah. Of I'm in this very intense theater program, which is like all day and like in an emotional state as it is. So we're pounding. My drink of choice at the time was vodka, vodka and a grapefruit juice, which I think yes. is a greyhound. greyhound. It is a greyhound. Yes. Yeah. Delicious. It is a so good, good. It's a good one. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. So I'm pounding those uh, just like trying to get myself ready. And like we go next door and he's there and he brought his another girl that he was talking to. What? No. Yeah, he asked her to come too. What an idiot. Wait, what? Yeah. So, and I knew about this because while we were dating in in separate cities, um, it, it, I had seen her like pop up on his like social media or something. So like I knew there was already like something there and then she's there and I'm like, oh my God, fuck. And I'm also hammered. And so, I just kind of lose my mind at of that point. Of course. And start drinking more and more and more. And then it's time to do his tight five. And, <laughs> and I just heckled the shit out of him. <laughs> I, I need to hear okay, some specific. What did I you wish say? I remembered all the things, but it was because I was also drunk. And this was a couple, a couple years ago. This was in. I don't know if I want to say because it's not that long ago. <laughs> 20, 2015, I think. Okay. Uh, uh, so I think it was just, you know, your typical, like, this fucking guy. Oh, this, <laughs> oh that's fucking, oh, hilarious. <laughs> so fucking oh funny. My God. You know, like that type of thing. Okay, so wait, I have to back up for one second. Yeah, 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 back up. Did you... Did he see you yes. before he went on stage? Yes, yes. Did yes, you have yes. a conversation before he went on stage? Yes, we did. So what was that conversation? Like? Um, it was just like, she's just a friend. Like, it was like that type of thing. Uh-huh. And me being like, but I but I thought we were, and he's like, no, we're not a thing. Me and you aren't a thing. I don't understand how you can date someone for a year and a half and then go backwards and be like, oh, we're casual. I don't yeah. understand. But what I really don't understand is why he felt the need to do that. I don't. No. He's like a sadist. That's insane. I don't know. Because if he's getting other girls, it's not like he has to, like, if he doesn't date you, he doesn't date anyone. He's got to have the sense to at least be like, I'm going to have multiple I'm assuming sexual relationships yes, yes, with yes. women. I'm going to have the sense that or not invite two of them to the same That's place. That's what I a, thought. A, but also why even continue dating her if he's not, if he's... He he knows you were in love with each other. Yeah. I just don't understand. Well, he wants the he wants the benefits of being able to be with a beautiful woman, but not have to be exclusive. I know, but then just don't be exclusive with someone you haven't already had a year and a half relationship with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do casual dating, but with other yeah. people. Well, like the history already there. But you're so. not. You're, I, again, you're, I'm looking. He's a sadist. Well, he's selfish. He's selfish, and a narcissist, right. probably. And he likes you, and he loves yeah. you. And why some wouldn't way, he want to spend time with her? No, I mean, yeah. he's like, of course, I want to hang no, out with her. She's gorgeous, and she's. 
funny and she's smart. Oh my god. She's way funnier guys, than I am. Guys. I, I know. This, this is, is how you get confident. So, however, uh, however, so. I'm a I still want to be able to put uh, my dick in a lot right. of vaginas at yes. the same time. Right. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. at the same at the same, at time. same time. At the same time. In, yeah, He's a really big dick moment. and they just line up and, and it's just like go, a skewer. Boom, 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 yeah. boom. <laughs> so <laughs> he has a skewer dick. Oh my god. <laughs> Barbecue. Okay. Okay. So, so he so he says she's just a friend yes. and you're like, F you. Yes. That's what you call me and I know what that means. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and he's saying yeah. you guys aren't a thing right before he's about to go on stage. Yeah, it was basically like it was basically like you need to calm down. It was like <gasps> oh. it was like a ga- you know, it was a gaslighting situation. Yes. It was like you need to calm down. Uh-huh. I, I said from the beginning I, I didn't want to be in a relationship again. Like, you know, I laid it out, I laid the terms out, I this s- is on you, that type of thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, just went back to the bar and I had a friend there who I don't know how he got home because I'll tell you how I got home. Uh, so pound, 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 drinks, 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 um, heckle. And then. I'm so had... glad you did that. <laughs> did yeah. it throw him off? Please oh, tell me. Oh, it had me. to have. Of course. I'm so glad. Because, like, I don't think he had done it a lot yes. in New York prior so he's kind to. of inexperienced. inexperienced and is he kind of acknowledging it or is he just blowing through and pretending it's not happening I think he he like he acknowledged it but he didn't like call it out and like make it like a f- he wasn't like uh, this is the girl no, that no, no, I'm <laughs> not really in a thing well she we were in a relationship for a year and a half she, and honestly, I'm an asshole I wish he would have because I feel yes. like that would have at least like everybody would have gotten it at that yes. point yeah. but, but he didn't he, have the skills to do no, that no he didn't have he didn't have that so it was like the um, I'm sure the audience I know the audience was like who the fuck right. is crazy bitch which is right. all, of course right. I looked absolutely well nuts. yeah you were like the drunk yeah. woman at yeah. a comedy show yes, which is so embarrassing and i hate that i was that but the circumstances i think, no. I think it all it's... dictates that you had to do what you did <clears throat> so then so he's done he did his set his friends blah, 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 clap 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 you're so great this bitch is crazy so he had this one friend who was there who i had met previously because we had been dating for you know a year and a half so yeah. I had met this not the new girl, but like this other friend woman. Okay. And I had met her before, and she is a personal trainer and is like super buff and fit uh-huh. and taller than me. She's from like, man, like a. Uh, God, God. The Amazon? No. <laughs> the biggest like, loser. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like has an act like a like an like a European accent. Okay. Like just like very intimidating and threatening to me. Yeah. So she comes up to me and is like, you can't do that. Like, don't fucking talk to him like that. Oh, da, my da, 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 da. God. So, I, and I'm like a little shrimpy, bony, yeah. like, weirdo. And I'm like, yeah, you really? I can't do it. Then you want to take this outside? You want to fucking take this outside? And she's oh like, yeah, God. let's take this outside. Oh I so love I like, it. Okay, we'll fucking take it outside then. Mind you, she's like a six-foot bodybuilder from, like, the Ukraine or, like, some fucking country with an accent. And I'm a five-foot-six, like, scrawny. Also, I was... So upset at the time, well, like right before I moved, when he broke up with me, I was eating the only thing I could stomach for like a couple of weeks was like bananas and like almond milk. So oh, I'm like no. thin and sad. Oh, I'm like this no. thin, sad spaghetti. And now you're drunk and then hammered yeah. and think that I can fight a six foot bodybuilder. Have you had you ever been in a physical fight before? No. Okay. So no. this was just like this was just a movie at this point. You're just yeah. like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, yeah, I'm hammered. I don't know where my friend is. He's. I was wondering. I don't know. And like, <laughs> I don't even think I checked in. I don't even think I checked in the next day. I should have. Uh, I feel really bad. No, he should have checked in for, with you. I think he was probably just in the corner, like wide eyed, <laughs> being like, what the fuck is happening? Because uh-huh. um, he was like a sweet theater nerd yeah. in my program. And so he definitely wasn't going to get Oh, involved. so he didn't really know you no, that well. No. Oh, so you're <laughs> no. just you're just an insane person. I'm an insane person. I was like, okay. hey, you want to come to this theater? He's like, <laughs> watch, yeah. watch me lose my shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure he was just like shaking in the corner, this sweet, sweet oh, theater friend. Oh, my God. And so I'm like, yeah, I do want to take it outside. I do. I would love to fucking take this outside. Oh, my God. I love and it. And so we take it outside <laughs> and like getting ready to fight. And I was like, <laughs> You're rolling up your sleeves, really taking was. off your earrings, I, I putting really up your dukes. And this is like on, God, I wish I remembered what area of the city it was. It was on, uh, I think it was on the west, it was on the west side somewhere. Uh, it might have been in the West Village. But um, so we're like in the middle of the fucking street in New York. Like <laughs> people on the sidewalk. Oh my God. Like, ready to do the thing, and then, like, mid-thing, mid, like, 
uh, attack, I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm like completely chicken out, and I'm like, oh, I can't do this. And I, I just book it down the street. Like, <laughs> book it down the street by myself. And I'm sure everybody is like, who is this insane woman oh who goes outside to fight and like right before she does it just like takes a hard turn and runs down the street but you know what the that's, other way that's kind of brilliant yes. though because <laughs> even in your stupor you had the sense you, yeah sensibility to go you know what i can just not do this i was yes. just like i'm gonna lose this yeah yeah there's, yeah, there's no, no way, way this comes out well this. right and i'm in I, ha- I still have the shoes that i was and they were like this was the summertime so they were like high Heels, but like strappy sandal okay. heels. Oh, high no. heels. Yeah, you don't want to fight in those. You no. don't. You absolutely don't. I don't want to walk in those. You, and you, you know what? You don't want to run in them, which Oof. I did. Uh huh. So I was running, and as I was, I'm truly running down the streets of New York back to my apartment, which is not close. Like not close at all. It was probably like a 15 minute run back to my. Apartment. Did you think you had to run the whole time? I don't know what I was thinking. Did you? I I did they not take the train. I did not. I ran. They I weren't ran, following ran. you, were they? No, no one was following me. I was just like in. I probably thought I was in a movie at that point. Yeah, you it know. And like I'm just, <laughs> I cried. <laughs> no one understands me. I can't believe this happened. So I'm running, 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 running. I get to my apartment and I go to to take the step from because I'm in the street, mind you. Like wasn't on the sidewalk for any of this run. Oh, uh, no, 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 running down the actual street. So I go to go from the street to the sidewalk, and I'm drunk and I'm in heels and I somehow eat shit. I somehow don't oh. make it and eat fucking faceplant, <gasps> faceplant, eat shit on the ground, and that's all I remember. And then oh I woke God. up the next morning in my bed. Somehow uh, I got there. What? I don't know. I don't know, but I got what? there. I was right there. Like, it was yeah. like a movie. Like, it was, I was <laughs> right at the door to my apartment. And then I just went down. Oh, <laughs> my God. So I don't know what happened, but somehow I got back up to my apartment. I wake up the next morning, pu- you know, puke in the, in, on the floor as one does. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, and I'm like, oh, man. What happened? Like, I remember kind of. Uh-huh. And I go to look at my phone. I see him texting me being like, you're fucking, like, you're nuts. Like, this is what happened. Fuck you. Like, all these things. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, shit. And I'm, like, hazy at this point. I don't really, I remember heckling it, but I, in my head it was just like, ha, boo. Like, uh-huh. you know, it wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't anything big. It wasn't a big deal. That's, like, kind of what I thought in my head at the time. And I'm like, what is he on about? So I, I get up to go clean the puke that's on the floor and hit the ground because I had broken my fucking <gasps> ankle on that fall. Oh and my I look God. at my I look down at my leg and it is fucking huge, swollen, black and blue. And it's only been like a couple hours at this point. Right. But like huge, could not bear to put weight on it. And I'm like, all right, I fucked up. <laughs> like, oh, wow. As I'm trying to clean the puke no. up, I realize I broke my ankle. I'm like, all right, I fucked up. But I'm going to save this relationship. No. 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 I really, no. Want, your, I really want your energy oh on God. that ankle. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, listen, I can, I, can put, I'm, I can put weight on it. So like, I, I really shouldn't be at this point. And I'm like, I can do it. I'm going to save this relationship. So I get, I get it on the train to Harlem to go try to save my relationship. Wait, how did you even, how did you like, do that? Truly like. Just hopping? Like, like, like that like whole, like oh. not putting weight on it. So I get on the train, I go to Harlem, and I'm like, I'm downstairs, like, I'm, I'm sorry, let me, you know, I'm texting, I'm downstairs, I'm sorry. And he's like, I'm not letting you into, I'm not letting you up. I'm not letting you into my apartment. He's like, I'll come down to okay. you, but you're not allowed to come up. And I was like, oh. because I have a girl here. <laughs> Quite possibly true. Right. And so I was like, okay, all right. So he comes down and is basically like, I'm never talking to you again how dare you come to my show and right. do that you know which like tr- like true like both are true both are true i should have done all that he probably shouldn't have led me on and brought another girl there but i i absolutely should not have uh, got, got into a drunken rage i don't and know i heckled somebody and then tried to fight their I friend i feel like that's then... very aggressive behavior though to invite this other woman 
and then to two minutes before he goes on stage tells you we're not in a relationship yeah I mean, that's very provoking behavior it was but it's you know, i think I probably, it's narcissism yeah like 101 yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i probably should have handled it like at this point you in my left. life i could have easily left and yeah. i i I now I now know not to do what I did, uh, but I did do it. So he's like, I'm never gonna talk to you again, uh-huh. ever, never. Don't talk, don't talk to me. He blocks me, all the <gasps> things like in front of me, blocking you. Oh my and I'm god. I'm like, okay. And like, meanwhile, my ankles just yes. swelling up by the minute, and I'm like, all right, okay, fucked up, got it. And so he leaves. I'm crying, and I'm like, I can't, I can no longer put weight on this ankle. Oh my I god. I gotta get a cab. I cannot take the train. And so I get a cab and I go to the ER <laughs> and they x-ray it and they're like, yeah, you broke yeah. your ankle. You broke it. And I was like, fuck. Did you have to say how you broke it? Um, I do remember like filling out, like vividly filling out these forms to, to um, you know, get in, to the intake forms or whatever. And it was like, are you cur- are you currently experiencing depression? Anxiety, <laughs> like all the things. And I'm like... Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> like, this is what my life is now. Um, and so they, like, cast it up, and they're like, you've got to go to an orthopedic, like, yeah. surgeon or whatever at this point. And uh, I had to, f- I flew back to, like, my, where my mom lived in Florida because I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't do all this in the city by myself. Like, I need to do it. And I just remember, like, being on crutches, being in this, like, temporary cast with, like, a bunch of luggage and having to have, like, Oh the airport people helped me. Right. And this is like the next day or maybe like two days after this because I like had to get to the orthopedic surgeon. I, it didn't end up needing surgery, but like I had to get there. And so I just remember like security patting my 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 oh, cast oh. down for bombs as I go through oh, TSA my wow. in my crutches with like my helper with my <laughs> with my luggage and being like, I guess this is rock bottom. Like I guess this is it. Like, uh, <laughs> and oh my god Rebecca that story is unbelievable she looks so embarrassed but honestly I, I am I'm so I, embarrassed I I but I totally I don't think get it and I to be embarrassed there have about. been times in my life where it's like I wish I had the balls to just be like that I really do I think that's <laughs> I think that's so cathartic I mean what an asshole you stood up for yourself even yeah. if that girl was just his friend which you're he, you're I think sure. they dating. I think they dated dated after me. Yeah, and before. Yeah, and, <laughs> and during. Jinx, <laughs> um, jinx. But even if she wasn't, it's still such a creepy guy. Just so. I think creepy. what hurt me the most wasn't even that she was there. It was that like he made me feel like we were back to normal, and then yeah. and yeah. then in the moment was like, I told you we're not that. Like, this uh, should yeah. be surprising to it you. It was classic gaslighting. Classic. Yeah, yeah. That's what was the most the most hurtful. But, you know, I haven't heckled anybody since. It no, was my you, first heckle and my last yes. heckle. It's which, not your thing. No, oh I, I discovered mm, I'm probably not a heckler. It's probably not, not something <laughs> Didn't really I pay off. to do. No, doesn't ever pay off. It got you out of the relationship quicker, though. It so, did. honestly, it did kind of pay off because... Who knows how long that shit would have dragged out? That's true. That's very You know true. what I mean? And I wouldn't have left it. Right. You know. You weren't in the frame of mind, so. No. No. It had to take me heckling someone, breaking my ankle, and getting blocked to uh, to not be in the relationship. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much for coming. That story was amazing. You can see how funny Rebecca is. Yes. And she actually does an improv show every Monday. Every Monday. And tell us about where it is and uh, how you at, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at Silver Lake Lounge um, in Silver Lake. Yes. Imagine that. Okay. Uh, all makes sense. It all makes sense. It's at eight o'clock on Mondays every every single Monday. So come out, kick it. Does your time. group have a name? Uh, it's called Holy Shit Improv, and we actually okay. rotate out teams um, every Monday. So it's a new one. I think this upcoming Monday we have a team with Lauren Lapkus, oh, uh, wow. Betsy Sidaro, Mary Holland. Okay. So like you know a bunch of. A bunch so of you're not there breaks. every week. We are. I mean, you. I'm there you're, every week. But oh, you are. Yeah, yeah. My, I'm there every week. My team. Basically, we 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 have like a mashup team. So like, I'll gotcha. be there every week, and I just invite different people to play. Gotcha, with me. gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha, then gotcha. different teams will come too. So okay, um, fun. Yeah, yeah, very so fun. It's every Monday at eight. It's like eight to nine, nine thirty. So know. clap and leave. Clap and leave. It's your classic yeah. clap and leave. Classic. I love a clap and leave. Uh, love so yeah, come out, come hang out, and laugh. Oh my gosh! And don't heckle me. <laughs> 
and don't heckle me because I was vulnerable enough to share this story with you. Yes, exactly. And I told you that it was my first heckle, my last heckle. So you listeners, do not heckle me. You know what? You've been warned. You've been warned. Yes, that's not a way to show that you listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. A a hello will suffice. Yes. Um, We can't thank you enough for being here. That was really, really funny and horrifying and wonderful. All those emotions. The best kind of story. And we will be right back with what we learned today. Okay, so this is what we learned today. A veneer is a layer of material placed over a tooth. Veneers can improve the aesthetics of a smile and protect the tooth's surface from damage. Don't tease a shark, dum-dum. It's going to be hard. Protect your krill with a shark trust. (laughs) If you're in the ocean, keep your fluids to yourself. Oh, okay. Don't splash. Get big if attacking, get small if passing by. As far as unprovoked shark attacks go, 84% of men... And 89% of shark bite deaths are also men. It seems women are not only more likely to avoid an attack, but also to live through an attack if it does occur. Huh. Very interesting. One benefit of being a woman. One benefit. We just found one. But don't go in with your period. No. Hit the snout. Punch the gills. Fight back. Oh, this is who we were talking about. Bethany Milani Hamilton is an American professional surfer and writer who survived a 2003 shark attack in which her left arm was bitten off and who ultimately returned to professional surfing. Good for you, Bethany. And finally, keep on snorkeling. (laughs) You know what I'd like to do? What? I would like to read a email. I would like to read an email. Yes. From one of our listeners. Oh, I would like that too. This is from Ariana. This came in from our website. Just wanted to let you know how much we enjoy your show. My daughter, 17, and I listen each week on the way to and from school Aww. and always have a great time listening. We rewatched The Revenant the other day, a great movie, <laughs> but we spent time checking off survival tips they were doing that we had just learned about on your show. Oh, that's that. great. From melting snow and not eating it cold to avoid dehydration to avoid dehydration, to crawling inside a carcass to avoid freezing. Love it. Thanks, Danielle, Christine, Garen, and guests for putting out such a great show. Ariana and Bella. Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. They have such lovely names. I know, I love it. Thank you so much, you guys. And um, everyone else, thanks for listening. Hit us up um, on our social medias, and we love to hear from you. And until next time, remain remain calm. calm.